Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Keto Fit Weight Loss Coaching for Women. I hope you're doing well this morning. Thanks so much for tuning in with me live here on Instagram or for listening later on the podcast. And um, this morning, I would love to talk with you guys about sen- uh, 10, <laughs> 10 self-care keto desserts. So have you ever um, been on keto or worried about going on keto and thinking, how on earth am I going to eat dessert? Or I have a super sweet tooth, so keto is not for me. I can't do it. Hi, Heather. How are you doing this morning? Thanks so much for being here. Um, so again, we're going to be talking about uh, 10 self-care keto desserts, quick and easy desserts, and I'll explain exactly what I mean by calling them self-care keto desserts. Um, good morning, Anita. Hi. Thanks for being here this morning. We're talking about 10 self-care keto desserts this morning. So what do I mean by a self-care keto dessert? How is it different than just any other kind of keto dessert? So I'm, you know, just kind of trademarking this word here, uh, self-care keto, because I am a coach that helps women lose weight with a keto diet and a self-care mindset. So to me, it's very important that um, this journey of weight loss comes with ease and flow and you feel like you're really taking care of yourself with this, that it's not a mindset where you feel uh, restricted or punished or um, that this is just so difficult that, that we're white knuckling it. Keto has completely changed my life from the inside out since I started seven years ago. And because it transformed my life so much, I'm so passionate about sharing this message with other women. So <clears throat> what do I mean by a self-care keto dessert? So for me, it includes three things. The first one is that it is real food. Um, there are so many. Good morning, Amy. Thanks for being here this morning. Um, so for me, a self-care keto dessert has to have three aspects to it. The first one is that it is real food. Uh, there are so many keto products out on the market right now, which is really cool that it's kind of becoming so much more popular and people are willing to give it a try because keto really is a beautiful, healthy lifestyle where you can maintain your blood sugar, um, your appetite is suppressed, you're losing weight, what feels like effortlessly, right? It feels like magical secret, how come nobody knew about this? Um, but it has been around for so long, but it's, it's coming back um, in a really positive way. So the market is swamped with all of these keto products that you can try. But <clears throat> I do take a little bit of issue with all of that. Um, a lot of it is just so highly processed and we really don't know what these ingredients are. And just because they can market it as being um, low in carbs because of net carbs, um, doesn't necessarily mean that it's something that's actually good and healthy to put inside of your body. Um, now, I have like a very sensitive stomach, so for a lot of people, things like sugar alcohols, which are, um, it's, a, it's a low glycemic sweetener or keto sweetener that is used in a lot of these products, they don't really bother a lot of people. But for me, they really bother me. Um, they bother my stomach, they give me a lot of uh, bloating, indigestion, it can have a laxative effect for a lot of people. So for me, it's not really worth it. But even aside from kind of that digestive impact uh, that can affect a lot of people, um, when you're eating something that is so highly processed, it is so far removed from real food <laughs> that, um, yes, okay, Heather's saying it makes your, hurt, your stomach hurt so bad. So today, all of these 10 things that I'm going to give you today will be free from sugar alcohols and won't hurt your stomach. I mean, I can't guarantee it. Everybody's different, but they don't hurt my stomach at all. So yeah, but I call these keto products 
frankenfoods. They're not real foods. Um, you know, I might call them a chemical-ish storm, basically, like even aside from the type of sweetener that's used in it um, and fiber, which is fine. There's a lot of other things that they put in them, like um, for example, uh, thickeners, uh, just to provide that chewy texture that's really, it's difficult to kind of mimic some things in a keto way. Um, those can be highly inflammatory. And the beauty about keto is that it's actually an anti-inflammatory diet when you eat whole foods. So it starts to make you feel a lot better and it heals your body and it heals your gut. Um, but a lot of these keto products are very inflammatory and not good for you. So <clears throat> That's the first aspect for me is that for a, a dessert to be a self-care keto dessert, it's got to be real food. The second one for me is that it has to be quick and easy. I don't know about you, but I am a very low maintenance person when it comes to making really any kind of food, but especially dessert. Like I'm not a huge baker. I don't like to spend a lot of time cooking, like no more than 20 or 30 minutes on my meals even. So I like things that are quick and easy. And so a lot of us will be reaching for keto products because they are quick and easy and we don't want to take the time to bake something. So we're just going to pick up that Duncan Hines little mug cake cup. But I'm going to give you 10 things that are actually really quick and easy and um, you won't feel tempted to either reach for your kiddo snacks or you know your partner snacks or whatever because you know that you could get this done in less than three minutes okay so first thing is whole foods desserts quick and easy desserts and then the last thing is portion control i don't know about you guys i really struggle with moderating sweet things and i have things that are still really triggering for me um, I struggled with my weight my whole life and I also struggled with disordered eating for my whole life and keto has given me such an edge over all of that because literally like I rescued my brain from the blood sugar roller coaster and you know the the dopamine effect that you're getting like all those feel-good chemicals when you're eating these foods that are super highly palatable um, but keto desserts can be something for me that I have a really hard time moderating so if I make like a whole tray of brownies and one serving is one brownie. I will want to eat two brownies, three brownies, maybe four brownies, and then it's sitting out on your counter and then you're seeing it every day and you're like, oh, I'll just have one after lunch now and after dinner now. So does anybody else resonate with this where you like really have a hard time moderating? So for me, all 10 of these things are going to be portion controlled, um, meaning you're not going to <clears throat> be eating anything directly out of like a large portion, like not eating out of a bag or um, so on and so forth. So of course you could always want to reach for a second one of these things, but I find it a lot easier if I take the one thing, bring it to wherever I'm eating, and then that's that. That's my treat. So portion control is so important for me. All right. So 10 self-care keto desserts. They're all going to be real food, quick and easy, and portion controlled. All right. So first thing, is an oldie but a goodie that I think we don't give enough credit to nowadays anymore, but sugar-free gelatin. I mean, did you guys grow up having Jello when you were a kid? Um, and it was like a comfort thing for me too. Whenever I was sick, my mom would make Jello for me. So sugar-free gelatin is something that you could make from scratch if you really wanted to have a little bit more control over it. You just pick up some unflavored gelatin and then you can flavor it however you want to. Um, I like to use like fruit teas or maybe even some of those like sugar-free drink packets. So you could make it yourself. Hey, Jimmy, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, we're talking about 10 self-care keto desserts. And what that means to me is that first of all, it's real food. Second of all, 
it's quick and easy. And third, it is portion controlled. So we just started talking about the first one, which is sugar-free gelatin, a classic oldie but a goodie. So again, you can make it from scratch. All right, bye Heather, thanks for seeing you. So you can make it from scratch to have a little bit more control over the ingredients, but also you can just buy this from the store. I mean, they make these huge trays of the little sugar-free gelatin cups and you know, it's like a dollar for like 12 of these things. So it's great, my daughter loves them too. So if you just want something quick and easy, you could go for the sugar-free gelatin little cup that's pre-made for you. Um, you can uh, make it a little bit more fun by putting some homemade whipped cream on top. And then here's a really quick hack for homemade whipped cream. So these cans of whipped cream, they're okay. Um, not the greatest for you. And literally you could make homemade whipped cream in like five minutes. So grab a coffee mug, put it in the freezer for one minute, okay? Then pour yourself a measured amount of heavy whipping cream. You could put a little bit of keto sweetener in it if you want to, you don't have to, because it kind of does have a little bit of sweetness on its own. Get yourself uh, a whisk that's like, you know, a small enough whisk, and then you're gonna put the whisk into the mug that's chilled with the cream, and you're just gonna like back and forth for like five minutes. It's gonna get nice and fluffy, and then you've got homemade whipped cream. You don't have to buy the canned stuff. It's a good workout for your arms, quite honestly. <laughs> so yeah, homemade whipped cream, and it tastes so much better. So keep that in mind. So yeah, your sugar-free gelatin, you could put some homemade whipped cream on there. Some people like to mix like cream cheese with it, a little bit of sweetener in the cream cheese or some sour cream. I don't know if like maybe when you were growing up, your mom used to like swirl some sour cream in through there. That wasn't how I was, but I've, I've talked to a lot of my clients um, who like to do that too. So feel free to add some of that. So that is idea number one out of 10 is sugar-free gelatin. Number two, okay. Now, you guys, I just got done talking about how I don't really like keto products because they're, you know, full of chemicals and things like that. But there's a yogurt that I really like on the market and it's pretty clean and it's called Too Good Yogurt, T-W-O, Good Yogurt, um, because it's only got two grams of sugar and so it's three um, carbs total. I really, really like this. It comes in a lot of different flavors. It's Greek yogurt, so it's actually got quite a bit of protein in it. Um, it's low fat. <clears throat> so I like to ketify it in a little bit by adding some extra fat so that it's um, keeps me more satiated. But yeah, Too Good Yogurt is super good and I just recommend you give it a try. And so yogurt for dessert, um, yeah, when you're on keto, like these things start to taste sweet and dessert-like. Um, so I like to doctor it up a little bit. There's so many different ways that I like to customize or ketify my Too Good Yogurt. So I mean, the options are endless, but I'll just give you a couple of ideas. Sometimes I like to mix homemade whipped cream into it and then pop it back in the freezer for a couple of minutes and then it kind of becomes like a nice cold, almost like a froyo type of taste. Um, I've also mixed some uh, cream cheese into it and then it kind of, especially for the fruity ones or the lemon flavor, or the coconut flavor is good. Sorry, I'm nerding out. But if you mix some cream cheese into it, it kind of has like takes on like a like a cheesecake mousse type of feel, right? Um, the berry ones, I like to add a little bit of peanut butter on top, and it tastes like a PB and J. Make sure that you use a good quality unsweetened um, nut butter. So yeah, and then there's just toppings that you can put on. So you could do unsweetened coconut flakes. You could do um, slivered almonds. You could. Um, throw on some, hmm, any really anything that you feel like doing um, that's, that's like a low carb thing. So feel free to experiment and make it fun. All right, oh, macerated berries. Some people like to do that. Like put some berries, frozen berries in the microwave for like a minute, 
macerate it like with a fork just smash it up and then you've kind of got like your little berry compote and swirl that in delicious okay so number two was too good yogurt number three this was my lifesaver when i started keto keto mug cakes you guys hey gabby thanks for joining in this morning so uh, we're talking about self-care keto desserts um they are real food quick and easy and portion controlled. So we've talked about sugar-free gelatin. We've talked about two good yogurt. And now my third one is keto mug cakes. If you've never done this before, just Google keto mug cake and you will see endless recipes. You guys, you make yourself a cake in a coffee mug in the microwave, start to finish. It's done in three minutes. After you've been on keto for like a week or two, your palate changes and all of a sudden you're making yourself a chocolate keto mug cake with uh, unsweetened cocoa powder, just a little bit of your own keto sweetener. Uh, so basically it's like a base. You need an egg. You need a little bit, like an eighth of a teaspoon of baking powder and then sweetener or customize however you want. You mix it up with a fork, put it in the microwave for one minute and you are done. And this was a lifesaver for me. It felt like I was eating a chocolate brownie or chocolate cake. I've made um, all sorts of variations. If you want more of a um, plain flavored one, you can just use um, an almond flour base or a coconut flour base, and then you can customize it however you want. You can add some vanilla, you could add some almond extract, some banana extract, oh, that's really good, is to create like a banana uh, flavored one, or some um, cinnamon or pumpkin spice. You can do uh, chocolate flavored and add some peanut butter swirl to it. You could add some peppermint extract. Um, really, depending upon what season it is, sometimes I like to do like more of a fall themed one. So I'll do some um, <clears throat> pure, um, sorry, pumpkin puree, but make sure it's unsweetened pumpkin puree. And so I make like a pumpkin mug cake that way with some pumpkin spice in it, top it with homemade whipped cream. So again, this is such like a fun way to be able to customize. It's real food and you're getting like a great cake substitute and it's built-in portion control. So give a keto mug cake a try. All right, number four, chia pudding. Okay, so chia seeds, they're these black little seeds. You put them in liquid and they are gelatinous or they uh, are like a natural thickener. So it turns it into a pudding consistency and uh, you can mix it with a different liquid depending upon what you wanna try or how much fat you actually want to consume. So you could mix it with unsweetened almond milk or any kind of unsweetened nut milk and that's gonna be like a lower fat version of it. But you could also use canned coconut cream um, which would be a higher fat option. It's so good. Um, you could even do a little bit of heavy cream as well, or you could mix things together. So you could do mostly almond milk, but like a splash of heavy cream. So play around with that. Um, but basically what you're gonna do is you're going to use your um, liquid base. You're gonna put chia seeds in there. Again, Google this for recipes. Different people have different suggestions on the, the um, the ratios that you're gonna do. But, um, you know, get fun with it. The same way that you customize the keto mug cake with like different um, textures and toppings and extracts and things like that. So you can play around with that too. Um, one of my favorites is to make pumpkin um, chia pudding in the fall. It is so delicious and real food and really good for you. Chia seeds are an amazing whole food thing to um, consume on a keto diet. So um, yeah, you just mix it all together, put it in the fridge for a minimum of, you know, maybe two hours. So this does have a little bit of prep, but I like to just make it in a big batch and then uh, let it sit overnight. And I buy these little, um, you know, jars on Amazon and those just sit in my fridge. And it's basically, once you've done that, it's as easy as pulling out a two good yogurt or pulling out a gelatin. So you've got your chia pudding portion controlled and ready for you. All right, that was number four. 
Okay, number five is keto churros made from pork rinds. Hmm. Have you ever tried this? You're gonna get some plain pork rinds. You're gonna put them in a plastic bag and you're going to shake your favorite keto sweetener as well as a generous amount of cinnamon. You could also do this pumpkin spice. You're gonna shake it all up and now you've got like cinnamon sugar chips here. So I like to call them, you know, churros. Um, you could even heat them up and if you want to melt a little bit of butter first before shaking it, um, that just takes it over the top, really delicious. It reminds me of the cinnamon twist from Taco Bell. And then if you wanna get really crazy, which of course I always do, why would you not make it even more delicious? You're gonna make your churro dip. So equal parts sour cream and cream cheese, mix it together with some keto sweetener and that is your cream cheese icing dip with your pork rind churros. Don't knock it till you try it. It's actually really, really good. My daughter loves these too. I put them in her lunch bag to take to school and we just call them cinnamon twists and she loves them. All right, number six is keto no-bake cheesecake. Google recipes for this. Um, you could you know, stabilize it with gelatin if you wanna get a little fancier with the texture, but quite honestly, that dip that I just told you about is basically what I do to make my own cheesecake dip. And sometimes I just eat it straight. It's really delicious. Um, and then you can also use that for um, like to have some berries with it and just dip it in that dip and all oh, that's really, really good too. <clears throat> so, and then again, you could probably cut, customize that. You could like put some lemon extract or things like that. Um, mix it with some peanut butter. Some people like to do peanut butter cheesecake. Some people like to mix some pumpkin, unsweetened pumpkin puree and make like a pumpkin cheesecake. Um, so that's really super good. So give that a try um, with a no-bake cheesecake. All right, number seven, berries. So I love low-carb berries. Um, I usually stick to strawberries or raspberries. Um, or blackberries but blueberries are going to be a little bit higher so if you want to have blueberries you know maybe just put a few in there with the rest of your berries but absolutely delicious um eat them on their own when they're in season i don't really have to doctor them up at all because they're already so delicious in season off season i don't really buy them fresh because to me it's just not worth the carbs for them not tasting as good so i will just buy frozen berries and then of course they're already tasting delicious because they were flash frozen at their sweetest taste and then um, i will put those in the microwave and um, macerate them a little bit and then um, it tastes like warm berry pie delicious and i'll top that with whipped cream um, or sometimes like i said i'll put that into my too good yogurt so enjoy berries in moderation on a keto diet. They're delicious, they're real food. I would rather have the carbs from that than have the carbs from some keto product. And I know that it's actually uh, giving me nutrients and blessing my body. All right, that was number seven. <clears throat> number eight is chocolate with peanut butter. But let me get a little specific about chocolate. So there are so many different keto chocolate um, bars on the uh, market right now, and I don't wanna demonize any of them. I've tried them, Chalk Zero, um, Lily's is really good and more widely available in stores. So again, those are gonna have sugar alcohols and those do upset my stomach. So depending upon what works best for you, if you wanna just grab those from the store. Um, but I like to actually just use um, real dark chocolate. And I, you kind of just have to go with 
what you can tolerate in terms of taste, but my palate has changed so much over the years that I will actually buy unsweetened baker's chocolate. I don't eat it by itself. I put some peanut butter on top of there and it is so satiating, so delicious, but see what you can work with. Some people can do 90%, some people 70%, but get yourself some real dark chocolate and chocolate is so good for you. The magnesium is so great for you. Um, it's gonna give you like endorphins, happy chemicals. And when you just got a chocolate craving, like one or two squares of real dark chocolate, especially if you just put a little bit of peanut butter on top, it is so satisfying. And I'm so quick and easy that like, you know, they've got these, you know, recipes online so you can make your own keto, um, you know, peanut butter cups where you're gonna like melt the chocolate down. You're gonna put it in this, um, you know, cupcake thing that's silicone and then you gotta put your peanut butter, melt some more chocolate, put it in the freezer. Awesome. But for me, I'm just as satisfied breaking off two squares of that chocolate bar and putting some peanut butter on top and we're done. All right, so <clears throat> next is a little bit mm, not as conventional and you might be like, that's not a dessert, Jess, but these two are gonna help you um, maybe when you're out and about with other people. So everybody else is enjoying dessert. Have a decaf coffee or tea with some keto sweetener and cream. Doesn't have to be decaf depending upon the time of day, but for me, I'm talking like after dinner, you're at a friend's house, everybody else is having dessert. I usually will ask the host or hostess like, hey, do you have any decaf coffee or um, decaf tea? And usually they do. So I'll ask for a cup of that. I usually have my own keto sweetener in my purse, put a little bit of cream in there, or even if you're just at home and you're trying to keep it actually calorie free um, or, as, or lower calorie, um, <clears throat> you can do that. So I like to do, if you've never tried this um, and you're, you're not in the mood for coffee, but you want to go with tea, I choose like a fruity tea, like passion tea. Um, Starbucks has passion tea. It tastes like berries um, or apple cinnamon tea. I also think is really, really good. And I will just add a splash of cream and some keto sweetener and it's creamy. It's delicious. It gets you through. Okay. And then the last one, again, you're going to be like, Jess, that's not dessert. But have you tried when you have that sugar craving? just pop a piece of gum and keep it with you. Uh, again, when you're out and about, um, a lot of times I'll be eating lunch by myself, watching some Gilmore Girls as we do, and then I get that craving. I've already had you know, my keto lunch and I'm like, man, I really, really want something sweet right now. Or even after dinner, I'm like, I really, really want something sweet right now. The first thing that I do is pop a piece of gum and I give myself, I'll say, you can have dessert if you want, but let's wait 15 minutes, pop a piece of gum, and that usually gets me through. And that's most of the time I don't even still want dessert after that. And I just, you know, go about my business and go to bed. Um, but it also helps when you're out and about and you want something sweet to just kind of kill that sweet craving, pop a piece of sugar-free gum. And it doesn't have to be the peppermint kind, you know, that's good for your teeth or whatever. Like be like a little kid. And the next time you're at the grocery store and you see the sugar-free, you know, uh, fruit stripes or whatever it might be, try it, try it, give it a whirl. So, all right, we have talked about 10 different self-care keto desserts. They're self-care, I call them, because they are real food, they're quick and easy, they are portion controlled, and we've talked about all 10. Again, I'm gonna recap it for you guys. Sugar-free gelatin, two good yogurt, keto mud cakes, chia pudding, churros made from pork rinds, uh, keto no-bake cheesecake, berries, chocolate, especially with peanut butter, uh, tea with keto sweetener and cream and a pop a piece of gum. All right, so before I sign off here, I wanted to see, you got a, lot of, got a lot of people in the feed. Do you have any questions? Do you have any of your own keto desserts that you'd like to try? 
And um, while I'm waiting for you guys to chime in here, um, just a couple of notes on keto products. So at the beginning, if you weren't here, <clears throat> I was just talking briefly about all of the keto products that are out on the market right now. And I don't want to demonize them in any way, shape, or form. Um, so I used them a lot when I first started. Well, of course, this was back in 2013, and there were not a lot of keto products on the market, but Atkins was. And believe you me, I totally was going to the supermarket and picking out some Atkins M&Ms or, um, you know, what chocolate caramels or whatever they might be to try to get myself through that initial stage of starting keto. And what I like to call this right now is a keto crutch. And it is okay. I don't mean that in a negative way. I don't mean that in like you are weak or um, you know, you're not as morally superior as everybody else or purist or whatever. Keto crutches are totally okay. And let yourself have them if you need to have them because it's better than eating the real candy and spiking your blood sugar. So yeah, is it um, you know, whole food or real food? Is it really blessing your body? No, probably not, but it's giving you what you need to be able to continue on, and that's totally okay. You are gonna find that over time your palate is changing and you're gaining self-confidence and you're feeling like, man, I don't really need that. Like, and it's just going to dissipate on its own. So please don't feel bad about taking full advantage of all the keto products that are out on the market nowadays. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful Wednesday morning on Instagram Live here, or if you're listening later on the podcast, thank you so much. I will be live every Wednesday morning, and I'd love to just chat with you guys. I'm going to try to continue to deliver free, awesome, really helpful keto content for you guys, and um, if you're interested in learning more about working with me as your coach, I do have one-on-one -on -one openings right now, and you can learn more on my website, theketofit.com. I offer a free 30-minute curiosity call really to anybody, and we will talk about coaching and things like that, but also I just give free advice because I love to help you guys out. I know that there are so many things that are overwhelming about keto. You don't know where to start, so I advice is always free. All right, so <clears throat> I have a question here from um, also another Gabby. I am insulin resistant and obese, so I eat 50 grams of total carbs every day. I've been doing it for a year and lost 94 pounds. Is this keto and am I in ketosis? Congratulations, Gabby. That is absolutely fantastic. I'm so happy for you. Way to go. Okay, so you're asking specifically, is this keto and am I in ketosis? So that's a great question. So everybody actually has a different level of carb tolerance in order to get into ketosis. I would say that generally most people would need to eat at right about 50 total carbs per day or less to get into ketosis. Um, so how do you know if you're in ketosis? You would actually just kind of test for ketosis. Um, there are three different ways. You can test your urine, you can test your blood, or you can test your breath. Um, so there's uh, kind of more expensive things on the market about blood testing strips and breathalyzers, but I find that the easiest, um, cheapest way to test is just by buying some keto urinalysis strips. You can buy them on uh, online, on Amazon, or you can go into any drugstore and go to the diabetic section and pick up a bottle of these um, urinalysis strips. Pee on the strip, and if it registers, 
any color at all, it's ketosis, okay? I always say ketosis is like being pregnant. You either are or you're not. Um, don't worry about whether the color is darker or lighter, especially because you've been doing this for a year now. Your body is probably really good at metabolizing ketones for fuel, so that color will naturally be lighter as you're not generating ketones in your waist. Like your body is actually using them instead of um, getting rid of them in your waist or your urine. So the most important thing that I would say is you are not chasing ketones, you are chasing results. And girl, you have lost 90 pounds in a year and you are getting the results, so congratulations. I wouldn't even worry about if you are in ketosis or not. Who, who cares? You're losing weight, you're doing great, you're doing fantastic, you're moderating your carbs, you're, you're doing so, so, so well. Congratulations. All right, thank you guys again so much. Please, you know, feel free to reach out to me. If you have any questions, if you didn't want to list it in the feed, send me a DM on Instagram or on Facebook. You can also um, email me um, at theketofit at gmail.com. And I'll be back with you guys again next Wednesday. Take care, everybody.